Hey, this is Pastor Jeff Workmeister of Elevate Church, and welcome to our podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the podcast. We're going to jump into the Word uh, for a few minutes. Um, I don't have a lot of time to speak today because we have so many people to baptize. Amen. Come on, somebody. But, but I want to share for a minute about the power of baptism and what baptism truly means. If you got a Bible, pull out your Bible. If you don't, it's okay. We'll have it on the screen for you. Romans chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 1 through 14. There's a few, there's a quite a few verses, but they're powerful verses. And I want you to just kind of really tune in and hear what the Lord is saying this morning. Verse 1, it says this. Well then, should we keep on sinning? so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace. Verse two says, of course not. Since we've died to sin, how could we continue to live in it? Or have we forgotten that when we were joined with Christ in baptism, see, that's exactly what we're gonna be doing today. We're gonna be joining with Christ in his death, his burial, but his resurrection. We were joined with Christ and his death. For we died and were buried with Christ in baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, we now may also live these new lives. Since we've been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. Can I get an amen from anybody? Come on, that's a good word right there. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. Now we are no longer slaves to sin in Jesus' name. For we were dead with Christ and we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we now we will also live with him. We are assured of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Amen. Death no longer has power over him. He died once to break the power of sin. Now he lives and he lives for the glory of God. So you should also consider yourselves dead. <sighs> to the power of sin and alive through Christ Jesus. Don't let sin control your lives. Don't give in to sinful desires. Don't let any part of your body become an instrument for evil. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you are dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do the glory of God. Sin no longer is your master. For you no longer live under the requirements of law. Instead, you live under the freedom. Come on. You now live under the freedom of the grace of God. Did you know that's why Jesus came? He didn't come to condemn you. He didn't come to make you feel bad about yourself. 
Jesus came to set you free from the enemy and the power of the enemy. He came to set your mind and your heart and your soul free so that you can live in the joy and the peace and the grace and the goodness of our God. Can I get an amen today? I want to share three things about baptism. The first one is this, it's death. Verse four, it says, we died. We died. See, you got to understand when, when we take somebody and we bring them down into full submission under the water, we are joining Christ in his death. Just as Christ died, we are dying. We are joining with him. It says we were buried with Christ in baptism. Michael and I were driving the other day and it was one of the nicer days and it was sunny and beautiful and you know the trees are blooming and flowers are growing and grass is coming back to life and Michael said hey, look everything's coming back to life and it's exciting springs an exciting time of the year when everything starts to bloom and everything starts to come back to life it was once dead because here's what we know is this six weeks ago everything was dead Everything looked horrible. You'd look out your window and you'd go, oh, Jesus, please, God, bring spring. Please, please, please come soon. Why? We want things to come back to life. See, our spirits were once dead. And Jesus talks about this in John chapter 3, verse 5. It says this, Jesus said, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can produce human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to a spiritual life. Listen, we're all born of water, but here's what we need. We need to be reborn of our spirits. We need our spirit to come alive to the greatness of God, to the things that he's doing. See, when we're baptized, we are crucifying our old life. We're crucifying our selfishness. We're crucifying our self-life. Because here's what I know about life. Here's what I know about our world. It's all about us all the time. It's all about our thoughts and our hopes and our dreams and our plans and our agenda. But when we're baptized, we are now joining with Christ, saying, just as Christ was crucified, I'm crucifying my old life. I'm crucifying my self-life so that I can allow the Holy Spirit to take control of my life. I'm no longer under the power of sin. Sin's not my master anymore. I'm so, anybody thankful that your past is in your past and your past doesn't determine your future? Jesus determines your future. Jesus is your hope now. Your past is gone. It's buried. It's dead in the grave. And you are alive in Christ. Point number two I want to share with you today is this. We're going to live forever. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to live forever. Okay? Say, we're going to live forever. Okay? Now, listen, you didn't say that with a whole lot of joy. You're like, we're going to live forever. Okay? Listen, look, when, when I wrote that, I saw somebody, like, hanging out the side of a limo. Like, we're going to live forever! You know what I mean? So try this again. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to live forever. Okay? There we go, there we go, there we go. Okay. How do we know that this is true? It's true because you chose Jesus. Without Jesus, it's just death. 
But when you choose Jesus and you choose to make him your Lord and Savior, we have a confidence. We have an assurance of this. Because verse 8 said this, since we died, listen, when we get baptized, we are dying with Christ. Since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. Do you know I'm not living for this day? I am not living for this earth. I am not living for this place. I am living for the day that I get to go home. I'm living for the day that I get to see my Savior. I'm living for the day that I get to be with Jesus forever. And I have an assurance of this. Verse 9 says, we are assured of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he'll never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. <laughs> You're not getting this. You're not seeing this. Listen, listen. You know the number one thing that people fear is death. We're running from it constantly our whole lives. We're, we're running away from it. We don't, we don't like the idea of it. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to think about it. But here's what I know about death. It, death is just going to lead to a day where I'm resurrected with Christ. I don't fear death. I don't fear death. I don't fear the next season of my life. The next season of my life is eternity with Christ Jesus. The next season of my life is just as Christ was raised from the dead. I'm going to be raised from the dead. Listen, you got to get this. You got to understand this. You got to get this in your spirit. Christ died a physical death was buried, but then he was raised by the power of God back to life. And because he was raised, we have a confidence, we have a peace, we have a knowing, we have a joy in our soul, knowing as Christ was raised, so will I. I'll rise with him in his power, in his strength, in his grace. So I'll no longer fear death anymore because I know where I'm going. I know who I'm going to see. As soon as my eyes close for the last time will be the first time I open up my eyes and I will see my Father. I will see Jesus, my Lord, my Savior, my everything. And it will be the glorious day. Point number three is this. When you come out of the grave, you come into a new life. See, we believe this, that when you are baptized, we put you under the water and you are leaving your old life behind. You're leaving your old plans, your old identity, your old thoughts, your old patterns, the way you used to talk, the way that you used to act, attitudes, emotions, feelings. You leave all those things behind in the grave. That's not you anymore. See, when you come up out of the water, you come into the new life that you have in Christ. It says this, instead, of, instead, give yourself completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have a new life. <laughs> Meaning what? I have new thoughts. I used to have old thoughts, and my old thoughts were wrapped around my agenda. 
My old thoughts only thought about my selfish needs. My old thoughts only thought about what I wanted and how I felt and, and what I wanted from that day. But now, because I crucified my old self, I have a new life in Christ. And in my new life in Christ, I have new thoughts. And my new thoughts are heavenly. Do you know that Christ's thoughts are different than your thoughts? And the Holy Spirit will fill you with his thoughts, new thoughts, new identity. It says this, he'll give you a new ideas. Here's what I believe. I believe that the world is changing rapidly. I believe that things are coming to an end quickly. I believe that this world is coming to the end of itself. But we know this, that we're about to see Jesus. But in this season of the earth, Christ will give us new thoughts, new identity, new ideas. He'll give you fresh thoughts about your marriage, fresh thoughts about your children, fresh thoughts about your job, fresh thoughts about the economy. He'll give you fresh ideas because you have a new life in him and his life. The power of the Holy Spirit will lead your life and all of a sudden your world perspective will no longer just be about you. Your perspective of life will now be about how can I live for Jesus? How can people see Jesus through me at work? How can people see Jesus through our family, through our children? How can we share the good news of Jesus? How can we invite people to get the good news about Jesus? Your whole entire world is a new world. It's a new life, and it's all centered around Jesus and glorifying him. Amen? Why don't you stand up this morning? I want you to put your hands in the air. And we're going to focus in on Jesus this morning. We're going to worship him. And then we're going to baptize people and celebrate all that God's doing in their lives. Father, we love you. Jesus, we worship you. We praise you. We thank you for your death, burial, and resurrection. We thank you that we get to be a part of it. We thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you raise us to new life with new thoughts and new ideas. Lord, I ask that you fill this place with your power, with your glory, with the Holy Spirit today. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on.